Hello world, this is jolly old Saint Nick, the one and only Santa Claus, starting my very own broadcast from the slowly melting North Pole. I'm feeling a little modern this Christmas season. You know me, I'm very traditional when it comes to Christmas. I like everything, from the shopping for presents, the warm gatherings of family and friends, and most of all, the gift giving. It's kind of my thing. But I acknowledge that we live in a very different world than the one we did 1,640 years ago. People use cars instead of one-horse open sleighs. They build credit card debt instead of snowmen. I get emails instead of handwritten letters. More on that later. And that's the biggest difference. Everything is virtual now. We're all living on the line and communicating through text messages and audio snippets. So here I am, Old Father Christmas catching up with the times. Now just a heads up, there will be advertisements. It turns out you can't buy audio equipment with visions of sugar plums. Most people just think you're trying to sell them drugs. So I'd like to give a holly jolly welcome to my very first sponsor. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and you need a beverage to perfectly reflect that warm and cozy feeling. Made and bottled in the cold north of Sweden's Halsingland, this wintertime favorite uses only the best red wine, the finest liquors, and the freshest spices that Melon Mjölkinsland has to offer. Stiernheim's Glog, make a mistle toast to the holiday season. I've got a great show lined up for you all, but first, take a little moment to catch some Christmas spirit by listening to some free public domain holiday music I found on the internet. Delivery for Santa Claus? Yeah, that's me. I'm Santa Claus. Yeah, I have your pad thai. Oh, wow. Well, thanks for bringing it. I sure am hungry. Yeah, it might be cold by now. Well, I appreciate you bringing it all this way. Yeah, whatever. Can you sign here? Sure thing. Here's my Santa signature. Cool, but you have to tip. All right. Well, tis the season. How does 100% sound? Awesome, thanks. Say, what's this setup you got here? You got some pretty cool gear. Oh, this? Well, this year I thought I'd get into podcasting. Oh, tight. Yeah, I've got some friends with a recording studio. I've hung out there a lot. You don't need a helper, do you? Well, that depends. Do you have any elf experience? Yeah, most winters I work down at the mall as like a department store elf, but this year all the malls are closed, so I could use a little extra cash if you're willing to pay. Well, it turns out... I could use a helper. What's your name there, Elf Helper? Candy. Candy Richter. Your name is Candy Richter? Yeah, but down at the mall, they always just call me Candy Cane. An elf named Candy Cane? Well, I say, that's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, okay, whatever. Well, we should be getting to the end of the public domain Christmas music now. So if you want to hop over to the uh, recording booth with me. <sighs> yeah, cool. I guess I'll just sit over here. Great. All right, and I'm going to be back on the microphone in three, two, one. And we're back. Now, I know some of you are a little unfamiliar with me, Santa Claus, as strange as that might sound. But I have a very interesting and long biography, if I do say so myself. I was born in the year 270 AD, on March 15th. That means I'm a Pisces. Are you a... You got a lighter there? Yeah, you got a problem if I smoke? Uh, well, um, I, 
Not necessarily, but, you know, you're sitting right next to me in the recording booth. It's a little bit distracting. Whatever, you're the one who was smoking that corncob pipe or whatever, right? Well, it's different, but you know what? Tis the season, so... Sweet, thanks, boss. All right, well, let's uh, get right back into it. About yeah, we me. can just edit that part Santa out. Claus. Yeah. Let's edit all of this out. All right. Now, I wasn't born a poor man. I inherited a lot of wealth from my father. And my connections brought me all the way up to being a bishop in the Roman Catholic Church. But I didn't even really like my wealth that much. So what I decided to do was spend my days giving it away. Helping the poor and sick. Because in those days, there were a lot. Yeah, not like today. Well, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. All in the name of progress. Well, I'm trying to be a little bit uh, cheery over here on uh, this little Santa Claus broadcast. So, um, let's uh, let's get right into a, a, a story that's very near and dear to my heart, because uh, it was something good that I did. So, there was this time I came upon a small village, and there were these three poor sisters just crying out in the street, and their father was about to take them off to the slave market. And so I stopped and I said, Hey, what's going on here? And the father said, Well, I can't afford a dowry for these three daughters of mine, so I'm going to sell them into slavery. And I said, now Hold on there, mister. I'm going to give you a dowry for each of these daughters of yours so they can be married off. Okay, so let me get this straight. Instead of letting them get sold into slavery, you let their dad sell them to a husband? Well, it's a dowry, so it's not quite the same thing. Got it. Okay, keep going. All right, well, over my lifetime, I became revered throughout all the land, among children and sailors. Hmm. After a long life of charitable giving, I allegedly died on December 6th, 343 AD. But as we all know, that didn't really happen because I'm sitting here talking to you now. So you're like one of those people that like gives a homeless person money, but then takes a picture of it and posts it on social media. You can't just like do a nice thing and not tell everybody about it. All right, well, let's get straight into the game time. For this episode, I've got a fun, fun round of Tidings Trivia. And you can play along at home. Are you talking to me? Oh, you can play too. You're sitting here right next to me. Oh, oh, you were just going to play the game by yourself? Well, yeah. And uh, I was going to have fun with it, you know, and keep score. Uh, I don't know the answers to the questions. So I'm a little excited about it. All right, let's go. All right, well, let me just uh, get out my uh, holly jolly notepad. So let's start with the questions, and you can keep score at home, because I know I will be. Question 1. Which popular Christmas beverage is also called Milk Punch? I saw a band called Milk Punch once. Wow, that is such an interesting story, Candy. Do you know the answer to the question? Let's see what it is. It's eggnog! Wow, literally the only Christmas drink. Well, there's a few others, but... You know, let's go on to question two. In the song, what did the other reindeer not let Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer do because of his shiny red nose? Do you know the answer at home? I think that they did not let him join in any reindeer games. 
Now let's see if that's the answer. That's right. Scored two for Santa. How long is this game going to go for? So question three. How many ghosts helped Ebenezer Scrooge realize the true meaning of Christmas in the Charles Dickens novel A Christmas Carol? I think I know the answer. Scrooge knew if... the meaning of Christmas at the beginning of that story. Well, I believe the entire point of the novel was that he was wrong about that. No, but... he's the protagonist. He had it right in the beginning, and then they got him all mixed up about the meaning of Christmas. Just to guilt him into, like, celebrating with them. Well, I respect your viewpoint, Candy Cane. But let's see what the answer is. Four. Four ghosts. There was the ghost of Jacob Marley, the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. I don't know about you, but I'm having fun. Yeah, whoop-de-doo. All right, moving on to question four. When you find yourself underneath the mistletoe, what are you supposed to do with someone else? I know what my ex-boyfriend Brad thought he should do underneath the mistletoe with that whore Kelsey last year. The answer is kiss. Yeah, well, that's not all they did. Okay, moving on to question five. Which country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree? Now, I know this answer because it was a very interesting day for me. The answer is Germany. Wow, Saint is going five for five on these Christmas trivia questions. Do you ever think about that tradition about how we chop down a perfectly good tree and bring it inside to die just because we're obsessed with things? Well, it's about the spirit of the holiday and enjoying a sense of the outdoors inside your own home. Yeah, just another thing to buy. It certainly is. All right, moving on to the next trivia question. According to the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, what did my true love give to me on the eighth day of Christmas? Well, I don't know if it was true love, but Brad definitely gave me gonorrhea on the eighth day of Christmas. Wow. Well, the answer was eight maids a-milking. All right, question nine. Is this game almost over? Well, we're, it's question nine and there's I ten questions. I feel like questions, this podcast so. is really dragging on. Well, we're really only a few minutes in. Can I ask the question now? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Question nine. In the poem, Twas the Night Before Christmas, visions of which food danced in children's heads as they slept? I think I know the answer. Yeah, everybody knows the answer. Well, then what is the answer, Candy? <sighs> Nothing. It's stupid. No, I would like to hear your answer. It's Christmas trivia time. Sugar plums. That's right! Everybody knows that. But do they? We'll find out from those keeping score at home. Do they win something? People only pl will play along if they think they're going to get something out of it. You know what I mean? Well, it's just part of Christmas fun. It's just uh, trying to bring a little bit of cheer into people's daily lives. So can I continue with the oh, trivia yeah, yeah. game? No, sorry. Don't let me, uh, don't let me stop you. Okay, the final question. Three of Santa's reindeer's names... Begin with the letter D. What are those names? Now, I know this one because they're my reindeer. Do the elves have names? Well, I'm sure they do. But typically, I don't refer to them It just them seems by like name. they're doing all the work. And, I mean, how, how much do the reindeers really work? One night? It must take the elves months to make all those toys. Well, yes, 
But uh, the elves do get paid for their labor. Do you know their names? Well, they have designations and uh, job positions by which I refer to them. Okay, but they're your employees, so you should know their names. Well, they're not technically my employees. They're 1099 contractors. Are you fucking kidding me? You're... The, the elves that make all the Christmas toys are gig workers? Well, I prefer to think of it as them having a lot of flexibility. Do they have, like, benefits or anything? Do they get weekends they... off? Like I said, they have a flexible schedule, so they can work when they want, and they will get paid for when they do. Sounds to me like these elves need to unionize. Okay, and back to the answer. That's right. It's Dancer, Dasher, and Donner. The three Santa reindeer names that begin with the letter D. Now how did you do at home? Old Santa here? He got all of them right. And for that, I'm personally very excited. Alright, cool. So, are we done now? Not quite. We still have much more fun up ahead. But first, an ad break for my second sponsor, Face Sweats. It's the Christmas season, and it's important to keep yourself safe in these difficult times. But wouldn't it be nice to be safe and warm? Now you can with Face Sweats, the world's first ugly Christmas sweater designed specifically for the human face. With six merry and bright designs to choose from, you can display your Christmas cheer while keeping away that Christmas chill. You'll love them so much, you'll want to stuff one in everyone's stocking. Face Sweats, the sweater for your face. And we're back. Well, I hope you enjoyed that nice ad break. And a special thanks to Face Sweats, the sweater for your face, for sponsoring the program. Now we have a very special guest this episode. Straight out of Russia, it's Snagurka the Snow Maiden. Who? Snagurka the Snow Maiden. She's a very popular winter folklore character. Huh, alright. Never heard of her. And I'm just waiting for her to uh, answer my call. Aren't you Santa? Couldn't you get, like, Frosty or anyone on here? Well, it turns out, when you're calling in favors, not a whole lot of people really want to be interviewed on a podcast. Cool, alright. Snagurka. Okay, and I'm just waiting for her to pick up that phone. Anytime now. Okay. Well... I hope she didn't step too close to a fire and evaporate into mist again. But, uh, looks like, uh, Snagurka's not gonna show up for the guest spot. Yeah, looks like she forgot. No, I, I'm pretty sure she's not blowing me off. Yeah, I'm sure. I've got a few minutes to fill here. Uh, Candy Cane, do you mind if you're the guest for this episode? Um, sure, why not? Alright, and, uh, coming to us straight from the food delivery place... It's Candy Cane. Yeah, what's up? Well, Candy Cane, how are you feeling this Christmas season? You know, I'm not really like a Christmas person. Oh, really? Why is that? Um, I mean, the whole thing is just basically driven by consumerism, and I don't know, it disgusts me, basically. Oh, well, don't like the decorations and the falling snow and the Christmas presents and the Christmas tree. Doesn't that all just fill you with some warmth? It's all about having the spirit of Christmas. It's about spending time with your loved ones and showing them that you care. 
okay, well, if it's not about consumerism, then how come your whole thing is just giving people stuff? Well, I give gifts because it makes people happy, and they like to receive them. Well, maybe those kids wouldn't like it so much if they realized that the elves weren't being properly compensated for their time. Well, I think it's time to end the interview early. Uh, we're getting into some territory that I was absolutely not going to cover with Snagurka the Snow Maiden. So, moving on. Uh, it's mail time! Time for Reed to read some letters to Santa. And keep in mind, if you want to send some letters to Santa, I'm always happy to get them. Now, with the way things are these days, I still receive letters in the mail, but I also receive email. That's right. Santa is a modern man, and he can get email. And it just so happens that I have one today. But first, a handwritten letter from a little girl named Megan. Dear Santa, I have been trying to be a responsible person. The thing that I want most is a dog. Dog, dog. I know that I haven't been taking care of my toy dog, but it is not real, and a real dog would be real. Santa, I would even trade my one and only mama for a dog. I know that a dog would be a big responsibility, but I have been bugging my dad since I was three, and I'm tired of it. Love, Megan. <laughs> well, Megan... Hate to break it to you, Meg, but dog's just gonna get old and die. Oh, well, uh, uh, Megan, I think that I can, uh, wrangle you a dog. Let's see if I can do that, all right? And, uh, you don't have to even give up your mom for it. All right, who's the next little kid that wants something from you? This is a letter from Bakari from Nigeria. Hello, I am Dr. Bakari Tunda, the cousin of Nigerian astronaut Air Force Major Abaka Tunda. Wow, this is already turning out to be a very interesting letter to Santa. He was the first African in space when he made a secret flight to the Salyut 6 space station in 1979. He was on a later Soviet space flight, Soyuz T-16Z, to the secret Soviet military space station, Salyut 8T, in 1989. Oh, I wonder where he's going with this. He was stranded there in 1990 when the Soviet Union was dissolved. His other Soviet crew members returned to Earth on the Soyuz T-16Z, but his place was taken up by return cargo. Oh, so they just left him there? Lucky. I wonder what he's going to ask Santa for. Let's see. There have been occasional Progress Supplies flights to keep him going since that time. He is in good humor, but wants to come home. Hmm, that was a very long letter to Santa. In the 14 years he has been on the station, he has accumulated flight pay and interest amounting to almost 15 million American dollars. Well, you know what? Good for him. This is held in a trust at the Lagos National Savings and Trust Association. If we can obtain access to this money, we can place a down payment with the Russian space authorities for a Soyuz return flight to bring him back to Earth. That's sick. You should do it. Well, let's see what he's, let's see where he's going with this. I think I'm very invested in this letter at this point. I am told that this will cost three million American dollars. In order to access his trust fund, we need your assistance. Aren't your letters usually from kids? Well, they usually are, but uh, this one seems a little different. Sent straight to my email. Hmm. You should do it. All right. Well, I'm not sure if I have $3 million, but uh, if Dr. Vakari Tunda can get his cousin home from space, well, just might be worth it in the spirit of Christmas. Are we almost done here? I gotta get home soon. Well, as it happens, it is about time for the show to end. And a special thanks to my little elf helper, Candy Kane for stepping in when Snagurka the Snow Maiden no doubt evaporated into mist and was definitely not just blowing me off. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, shop till you drop, I guess.
Tune in next week for more Christmas fun when we'll have Krampus in the studio sharing his favorite holiday recipes. This is Santa saying Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. With my little red nose and my pretty red clothes and my hair just as white as the snow. When my All right, I that was pretty eat, easy. Oh, yeah. I drop in, there's a welcome you, awaiting, uh, I know. You can eat that pad thai. So just three feet high and four feet around, and you're wondering how I can do it. They never have built a chimney so small that I couldn't get down through it. And I know where each little stocking is hung, the owner of it I can name. And whether it's new or whether it's worn, I fill it up just the same. When away I go, over the ice and snow, to finish my trip before the day is dawning, I'll carry my pretty toys. For all the girls and boys To make them gay and happy Christmas morning <laughs>